0: well hello everybody welcome back to another episode of coming off the bench we took a a long what do they call it hiatus right Hi- well I don't even know what a hiatus is, think, but it sounds pretty good in I, this situation. I think hiatus means that we're working through issues, though. So. Oh, there's no issues. <laughs> yeah. I promise. <laughs> I think that's what that means. We've just taken like a leave of absence, yes, I guess. Yes, there it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, pretty much life has happened. You. Yep. Baby number four for you. Yeah. My. That wasn't public knowledge yet, so thanks for spilling the beans. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Don't tell anybody. Um. Oh, no, you're right uh hiatus a pause or gap in a sequence series or process i knew it so yeah it's it, it doesn't it mean an issue <laughs> so i'm used to it being used as like a band on hiatus mm. and usually they're like working through differences and all yep. that stuff and then they make a comeback so yep you hear steven tyler is in the area well i heard he was in like littles or something yeah like that um yep. Yeah, I saw pictures or something. Cheryl told, showed me right away, but what he's, would you he's do? He's in an Airbnb. Well, he's still here? Well, yeah, I was talking to, I don't him? know how much. You were talking to him? No, I was talking to somebody oh, that okay. I know okay. that knows where he's staying and will be with him on Friday. Did you ask for an interview? No, uh, I did not. I, I he's mean he's a sports guy. If I saw him in a Burgers or Ace, wherever he was that people saw, yep, yeah, we got it uh Brandon was putting his cup down and I know we heard it. Um remember so. it this is we're still we're rusty. Yeah. I'm rusty. it It's been four months. Three years in, yeah. But but four, I mean that that four years it's just training, four months yeah. is a huge correct. We're, we're in, in training camp train, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but I it's with Steven Tyler if I ran into him at an ace hardware, I don't know like would you say something to him? No. I don't know that I would either. Maybe. Doesn't he just I honestly like I couldn't sit here and tell you all the song any I have not... Uh, maybe one song, I forgot. that's about oh, Aerosmith is the band he was in, but He's every screaming. time I think of him, yeah, every time I think of him, I think of Armageddon, the song mm. from Armageddon, mm-hmm. that's the only song I think I know of. I mean, I probably know more, but that's the one that I think of, so yeah. I don't know that I would actually... Maybe I would, who knows? <laughs> maybe I'd say hi to him or whatever, but... I'd ask him, do you like football? And he'd say, no... <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast. If you want to listen to it, yeah, yep, no, yeah. I like that. So, anyway, today, what are we up to today, Brandon? Oh, it's football season, everybody! It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's preseason. Um, preseason season. It what is. Mean, I watched a full preseason game the other day, and it was great. Oh, I love it. It's so nice. I told you this off air, but. I knew I was ready for football season. <laughs> I knew I was ready for football season because I was watching a preseason football game. Number one, I watched all four quarters. That's one thing. But mm-hmm. Number two, I was so <laughs> ticked when the Bengals tied the Falcons. Did any of your starters play in the game at all? The defensive starters did. Okay. Um, and we had a couple like offensive, st- like Jonah Williams started mm-hmm. at right tackle. It was a good look at him because he's switching from left to right tackle. Um, besides that, it was to defense, which got tested. They had a 15 play drive on them um and then ended it with a tip pass interception nice so they drove it all the way to the goal line and we stopped them um it's a good feeling in the preseason uh yeah i mean i could have done without the 15 play drive down the field but um the fact that we were able to but that's our defense we kind of like bend but don't break yep it's kind of annoying but (laughs) that's what we do they give you the heart attack heart attack heart attack and then you're. yeah so it's like oh great this is here again so yeah we're we're good (laughs) okay okay football's back (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> if if they would have went right down the 15 play drive for a touchdown, I would have been like, okay, we have some concerns because the big thing was, you know, did they play their starters? The other team? Yeah, the offense. Yeah, the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're good. We'll get into them in a little bit, yep. but um, they're they're good and they got an mm-hmm. exciting offense. But they, um, our defense has a lot of changes with especially the secondary with mm-hmm. Cheeto still being injured and uh, you know Bates and Von Bell being gone, so we have a bunch of secondary guys that are. You know, making a name for themselves, and so we'll see how that all pans out. Yeah, I thought we looked pretty good. Yeah, so nice. But yeah, we're gonna Football go through. Season. Yeah, we're gonna go through our like schedule predictions. Mm-hmm. And just a reminder for those who haven't listened to previous years, but Brandon and I, we literally go through game by game, pick every single game on the schedule, week one through eighteen. Yep. Um, and then from there, it generates our standings, and then from there, we generate or we pick our playoff. And that's how we go all the way to the Super Bowl. So we're not just predicting, oh, this team's going to win eight games just because we're actually picking the games, um, based on which. Sometimes, previous years, sometimes I'm surprised, yeah, by the outcome at times because again, I'm just picking games, and at the end, you're looking at standings like, oh shoot, yeah, like, how did that team end up? Being, I I didn't think that team was going to be that good, but yet the matchups are, are different. Mm-hmm. Um, so Schedule. we're gonna go, the schedules are different every year. So yeah, so we're going to go through that, and then we're going to give our award predictions. Uh, like we normally do, all the big award categories. And Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to give our predictions there. And uh, of course, other things will come up as we go. Yep. So um, why don't we get started? Let's do it. All right so let's start with the let's start with the nfc we're gonna go with the nfc west Okay. so i have the niners winning that division at 13 and 4 i have seattle coming in second at 9 and 8 i have the, Ra- the rams at 6 and 11 and the cardinals winning one game oh maybe two okay but i think they're gonna probably be the worst team in the league all right. So, that is my West. And not that you have to explain too much, but... Why? Yeah. Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> not that's kidding. not very good. No. Uh, they are... I think they're going for Caleb Williams. I think that's a the the rookie coming out yep. next year. USC, USC. right? Um, they're just... They gave up their players. They're not really like... It doesn't feel like they're trying to win build a winner yeah. it doesn't it, there's no winning i mean you have buda baker i mean kyler murray you don't know when he's going to come back mm-hmm. um who's who cares, there even who offensive weapons <laughs> like i mean i know zach Ertz is coming he's their tight end but he's coming off injury and he's getting older i couldn't i mean james connor i couldn't is he even on the team anymore i don't even I know, don't know. <laughs> yeah. so like they're they have chase Edmonds, but i'm pretty sure he's yeah. gone too yep i think he's a dolphin or whatever yeah, but you know. yeah i couldn't tell you who's on the team Yep. um and it doesn't f- it just they i'm pretty sure they they dr- uh moved back in the draft um to get more picks okay i don't know why i'm spending so much time on the cardinals but yeah i think they're gonna be pretty bad yep um so that's my west yep do i just keep going down the nfc um i could go to the west while we're on the west yep. i'll give mine um so we're in the same order I have the 49ers winning at 13 and four, same as yours. Mm. Um, I have the foul, or sorry, the Seahawks coming in second place, and I actually have them at 12 and five. Um, I have them having mm-hmm. a great year. We can talk about that in a little bit, but um, I think that they're, I think that they're a solid young squad there that can get it all together. It's all about Gino. Yeah, he can keep it going. If Gino can keep it going, that's right. Because um, honestly, they're the only team in this division that actually have a legitimate quarterback that is going to be named for the whole year. You know what I mean? Like the 49ers, Brock Purdy's kind of playing. Is he ready? Is he not? You know, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously Trey Lance is there. They have... That was a dumpster fire. Yeah, right. Well, so far, I mean, he's only played two games. I feel bad for the guy. I mean, he's only played two games in his NFL career and people are writing him off. And I'm like, well, the guy's got talent still. So he could pull a Geno Smith (laughs) Uh, somewhere else, maybe four years from now. Right. Um, But then they got the other guy, Sam Darnold um that's there too and so mm-hmm. we don't really know who's the quarterback there what we do know is they're going to be fine which is why i have them winning 13 games but um you know la i mean they have stafford i think stafford will be just fine but you know age is there injuries are there all that stuff you know and mm-hmm. cooper cup he's injured still he's still a good player injured but cooper cup is injured still he yeah he, he got injured during training camp oh I he didn't hurt, see that. he tweaked a hammy okay or whatever so i didn't see that okay um, so yeah. And then I have, yeah, I have the Rams at seven and 10 and then the, uh, Cardinals at one and 16. Yep. So Same. Look at that. we're doing pretty good. We're we about, are. uh, just a few games off there with the Seahawks and the Rams, but we're doing pretty good. So let's go to the All next right. one. Who you got next? NFC one? East. Sweet. I have the Eagles and winning division at 13 and four. I have the Cowboys in second at 11 and six, the Giants at seven and 10 and the Washington commanders three and 14 wow bringing up the rear this will be the first time in what i forgot like 20 since 20 or 2004 that we're gonna back-to-back division winners yep yep okay that's the plan yeah well we'll see (laughs) i mean i it's hard to argue with oh, I think Eagles. so too. Like I was listening to Get Up, and one guy literally came out and said that if you put roster to roster, he picks the Cowboys roster over the Eagles roster. He said, and he came out and said that almost in every position. And Bart Scott ripped him, and was like, That's are you nuts? Take. Correct, absolutely. Yeah, it was the dumbest take I've ever. <laughs> like I was like, really? Basically, Jalen Hurts better than Dak. Running backs, Tony Pollard. I mean, you have Tony Pollard, and then on the Eagles, Devon or uh, Swift. But you can't Random. like if you, thing position, thing posi- but, but if you go position by position. But position by position, that the problem with that the Eagles pose is that it's not just they don't have a great running back necessarily. Right. But they are the best running game right. in the game in in the league. Yeah. He even he came out the other guy. I don't even know who the guy really is, but he came out and said if you take quarterbacks aside, the rest of the roster, the Cowboys are better. I but, am far the brought, secondary was the, that. arguably the best in the league last year yeah correct the d that's line dumb. is better yeah the mean, they have michael seven. parsons and that's almost i mean demarcus lawrence was there but he's i mean who knows we he just bolt, they're like oh but you, the eagles lost javon Hargrave. jalen carter came in for cheaper and i mean yes we don't know what he's, he's a rookie and then we have nolan smith nolan smith yeah like and we brought back yeah we are getting older but man we got solid look. yes we'll be fine anyway you lost a coordinator though that could be an issue two, the two coordinators we <laughs> did lose I'm just kidding. I know you're defense. a fan of the defensive coordinator whoever he was. Oh yeah, he's gone. That's why we lost the Bowl. Yeah. And now you brought in Patricia, right? No, a guy from uh he was the uh he was the Bears and he was also the Seahawks defensive coordinator. I could not tell you his name. I thought Patricia. Um, where's not Patricia? He is a um assistant coordinator somewhere with the Eagles. Yes. Okay. But he's not he's not a defensive coordinator. Uh no. Okay. Not. Not I thought he was there, okay. Um yeah, no, I like I like that. We were pretty much a game off on all of these here. Um Eagles I have winning the division 12 and 5. Um I have the Cowboys at 11 and 6. Um and then I have the Giants at 6 and 11. Um yeah, I'm not sure why. I mean, they were good last year. Mm-hmm. I think they have another year underneath uh, Day Bowl. It's just I think it's a it's the schedule. I, I think it comes back cuz I had the same thought of like yeah. I mean, I work today. I was working and thought, man, I don't have the Giants. Like, what teams – the Giants are not up there like mm-hmm. I had last year. Yeah. Or, I mean, I didn't have them up there last year, but they made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you that – why they are there. I just think they have a hard, harder schedule. Right, and yeah, I think yeah. a lot of, I think a lot of the games they won last year were, like, those tight sort of yep. nail-biter games, almost like the, the Vikings as well. Yep. Like, the Vikings were very similar where, like, are these guys going to actually – is this repeatable? You You're know, because right. it was so tough. The other thing – and I'll say this off the front before, while we're getting going – I have uh, pretty much every, I have one team that didn't make the playoffs in the NFC over 500, right? Everybody else in the NFC is under 500. In the AFC, I have Mm -hmm. 11 teams over 500. (laughs) And so it's just, I think it's the reality of like, these conferences are so uneven right now. Mm -hmm. The AFC is so much better Mm -hmm. that the Giants may be a decent football team. You know, they might not be bad and they're not going to rank terribly. Right. It's just that they're so like, they're in the NFC, and the AFC is just going to crush the NFC. Mm-hmm. I think all year. Um, it feels opinion. that way, like in basketball. In basketball, you have the West. Yeah. The West is dominant, and then you have the East. That's yeah. mediocre. Yeah, it, it's changing now, but for years, correct? A decade and a half, it was all the West. You yep. know. And so, um, but yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, did I get? I uh, did. I finish there. Uh, what do you have for the Commanders? Oh, five and twelve. I have the Commanders of five and twelve. Okay. Um, I do think that I wouldn't be surprised if they broke that though. I wouldn't be. I, I think the Commanders could be sneaky good this year, depending on Sam Howe, because they have a good roster mm. um, outside of quarterback, but they have so much questions at quarterback yep. as far as if he can play and whatnot. And so I, I'm not. I'm definitely not. The other trust him. the other thing that I could also see for the Commanders is that they got new ownership, and there might be a better camaraderie, com- better like feel, because with Dan Snyder, yeah, I don't know how great and. That's whole the locker room feel him coming in, like yeah. how that was with even the coaches. They got a new owner the uh, the owner of the 76ers, now the owner of the commanders as well. Oh um he's the one that bought him and magic Johnson both bought the commanders, so I don't know it's just it might give a different feel that yeah. could also help, but i in that division, I think I think with that team, the one thing I want to see from the 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 commanders is I want to see Chase Young become at least good. Yeah. Like, at least healthy. Because right now, everybody's saying that he's on the trading block. Like Literally, people are like, you should go out and trade, or that you should trade for him. Or trade for him and trade him away because of what he could be. But you're like, he could be also a good cornerstone. Yeah, but how do you pay him, though? That's the thing, is that he's up for his option. They denied his option, which means he's a free agent at the end of this year. And so you can trade him now and not have to worry about negotiating that contract. Like, Chase Young has been injured, but yet I still can see him getting... 18 plus million dollars a year Mm -hmm. on this contract that he gets, you know, all off of that one year. Yeah. And so I, and, and to pure talent, like he's a physical beast. And so like, and he is great when he's on the field. Mm -hmm. And so do the Redskins want to, do the commanders want to do that? You know, like that's a tough, that's a Mm -hmm. tough call there, especially in your, if you're a team kind of rebuilding a little bit, you don't want one of those contracts weighing over you like that. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't blame them for trading him. um, But in the same respect, like you you get him on, kansas city something like that yeah. you know where he's cheap right now for just this year don't mm-hmm. worry about signing him i'd pull the trigger and mm-hmm. send a first rounder there if i was kc yeah um to get chase young on their team but anyway i hope they did, don't Did do you it, hear but, side note you hear that there's a petition going out by a native american group to bring back the redskin to bring it back yeah i heard they're like they want a petition it was like to, to bring the name back wow so they felt I honored. Know. I have no idea. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, it's, they've had, I saw a stat that said they've had the, more name changes than they have playoff wins in the last, Ooh. when Dan Snyder became, I think, the owner. Ouch. Yeah. Name changes. That's pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. Going to the football team and then going to the commanders or three, te- I three teams. I don't remember them ever anyway. winning a playoff game. Maybe while when Jason Campbell was there. Did they win the one with RG three? Uh, RG three, maybe when he busted his knee. Yeah, he may, They may have. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe with Kirk Cousins. Who knows? Yeah. Let's go to the N- NFC. Well, you tell North. Me. We'll go NFC, to the North. Okay. Yep. Winning that. This was interesting. This was an interesting. These last division. two NFC divisions are tough. At my winner of this division is the Chicago Bears. Whoa! At nine and eight. Coming in second is the Lions at eight and nine. So one game it'll be between those two. But I had the Bears winning against them. I'm not huge on this. Like, I think they're going to be good. Who's that? The the sorry the Lions. But I'm not running with all this hype. On everybody's like, oh, they're, this like, is they're the time. like literally they're literally <laughs> Lewis Riddick. Lewis liter- Riddick, I know. Lewis Riddick, literally have them have them going to the Super Bowl as an NFC champion. Oh my champion. goodness! Like Ooh, Riddick, Don't- Lewis Riddick, and. I, I mean, do, what did we say? Do it again. Mm-hmm. Can they do it again? I don't know. So it's interesting that you picked the Lions. I know. No, no, no. I, just, I, I know <laughs> I'm picking on you, but you, I think it's fascinating that you picked the Lions, right? Every, well, not every year, but a couple times in the past several years, right? I'll only once. Oh, and it once? I learned my lesson. Okay, so it was once while Aaron Rodgers was there. Yep. But now Aaron Rodgers is gone and out of the division and you're not picking the Lions. Yeah, I go against the grain. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. I like that. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's how I get my name out there. Cool. So you have the <laughs> Lions at 8-9. 8-9. Then I have the Vikings at 7-10. and um, There were, like you said in the beginning, they had so many close games, mm-hmm. and I think they lost more pieces than what they gained. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to take a step back. Um, and then I have the Packers at 4-13. and 13. Okay. So I have them bottom of the division yep yeah the packers are one of those ones they're tough i have the lions winning the division at nine and eight so i don't have them going crazy like i'm I'm definitely not jumping on the crazy bandwagon but this division is up in the air uh, yeah very i don't want to say it's bad because it's not Mm -hmm. it's not bad like the afc south like but it's just so tough to predict jordan love comes in and plays well like not great but well Mm -hmm. they're a playoff team they could be a playoff sure, team. Sure. You know, obviously the Vikings just came off winning 12 games. Mm-hmm. Lions got all the, you know, you know, potential in the world there. And so the Bears, if Justin Fields is an MVP. Yep. Just like I was saying, Jalen Hurts had no, eye, no, wet, no, you know, reason to be being mentioned in MVP conversation. We see what he did last year. Yep. And so could Justin Fields do the same thing? Now he got his receiver. Who am I to say no? Mm-hmm. I don't think so, but <laughs> who am I to say no? So anyway, let's keep on going. The Lions at nine and eight, number one. In that division, I have the Vikings in second place uh, at eight and nine. Um, And then, so I I agree very similarly with you there. Mm -hmm. They get rid of Thielen. They get rid of Ish or uh, yeah, Ish Smith comes to the Bengals. Um, They get rid of Dalvin Cook, obviously. Yep. They're just losing pieces and I don't feel like they're actually getting better. Right. Um, Plus, I think the loss of Dalvin Cook is going to be bigger than they think. Yeah. Because it makes them, you had the plan for Dalvin Cook, which is, Part of what allowed Justin Jefferson to be open Mm -hmm. a lot because you had to plan for that run game. Mm -hmm. Now you have Matt Madison, you know, in the in the backfield. Fear into everybody, right? Like, like, (sighs) uh, yeah, right. It's like, come on, like (laughs) this guy, this guy isn't going to take the top off the defense from the running back position like Dalvin Cook could. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're able to leave six in the box, you know, or maybe even five in the box or something like that in play. Go double team. I mean, they did pick up that rookie. uh, I believe it was from USC. I don't know his name. Um to to Is try to Forbes? No. Okay, Forbes sort of or somewhere. A, yeah. I think. Uh, Addison? Oh, uh, the receiver. Receiver. Oh, they Sorry. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know how good he's going to he's going to do, but I feel like I mean, he has a spot. It, he does have a spot yeah. and I think Justin Jefferson's going to get more double teamed this year, Yeah. which I think he should. But Tell you what, if you're playing him, fantasy football, Addison could be a good value pick true. because he can get a lot of targets his way. Let me write that down. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have uh, so I have the Packers at seven and ten. Again, I have them right in the middle of the pack. There, they have a good defense. They've had a good defense for a few years. Young defense, it's getting better. Quay Walker, I think, is a good young player. Obviously, I have Jair, and um, I think they could play well. Again, it's all hinging on. The young receivers mm-hmm. and the young quarterback, mm-hmm. and if they can get it to go, get it going. They got two running backs that are good. They got an offensive line that can play fairly well. Yep. Um. So they're right there, and then I have the Bears at five and twelve. I'm not, but I I am not a fan of this hype with Justin Fields. The dude can run for a thousand yards this year. Heck, even twelve hundred yards this year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I want to see him throw twenty eight touchdowns and less than ten interceptions with a completion percentage that's over sixty seven. And that'll be success for him as a quarterback. I just don't see it happening. And um, although I will say this, and I think I asked this in our Marco Polo chat and I never gave the answer. Um, Last year, outside of Brock Purdy, who played just a couple snaps, or not a couple snaps, um, just, you know, the second half of the year or Mm -hmm. whatnot. So I'm not going to count him. uh, Justin Fields led the league in completion percentage in the red zone. And I thought that that was interesting because he's inaccurate, right? But mm-hmm. in theory, completion percentage would go down in the red zone because right. you have less space, right? You have a lot of defenders in a small amount of space. Mm-hmm. He actually went up, and That's why I picked him. You didn't. You picked him. So I picked the Bears to win uh, the division. Oh, you're right. Yep. There you go. Well, I'm helping your Thank case you. there. I still don't buy it. I'm just saying it was a fascinating stat where I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, it okay, is. Yeah, but I, Makes think sense. I, I, I don't think that he's going <laughs> to be that guy. So anyway, yeah, that's the that's there. Let's go NFC South. NFC South. I have two teams with the same record on the top of the division, but a tiebreaker is what wins it. So I have the Saints winning the division at nine and eight. Ooh. I have the Falcons tied at nine and eight. Ooh. With that according to all the yada, 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 yep. it says the Saints will win the division. Yep. So, I mean, I think they are, they have a lot of veterans. Mm-hmm. I think if they can stay, again, I mean, this is also for every single team. If they can stay healthy, I think they'll be a little, like literally one game above 500 kind of team. Yep. I think that's how Derek, I mean, of the quarterbacks in the division, Derek Carr is the best. You don't know you don't know what you're getting out of Bryce Young, you don't know what you're going to get. Uh Ritter or yeah, Ritter. Ritter. Ritter yep. Um I mean you kind of yes and no at the same time. More on the no, you don't know what he is. What about Kyle Trask? Straight baller. No dude, that's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. That's Baker's team. You think is he starter? I have no idea. I don't think they named but, him yet. okay. Well, they actually said that when they started I heard that they had a preseason game. I think just the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. They labeled uh Baker Mayfield's QB2 and then labeled Kyle Trask as QB2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no QB1. Uh, it's so Funny. good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I have the Saints, and then I have the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to be a sneaky good team. Um, they are going to pound the rock with Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. This is where... You have a young, really good running back, and they're going to run the daylights out of this guy. Did you watch him at all against the Bengals? Did he, you had, play? he had only like a handful of plays, like touches. Uh, I saw one of them, and he his very first touch. Like 13 yards, yeah. first down, yeah. like and totally like looks like a pro. In an eye formation. Yeah. When was the last time you've seen an eye formation? Like what the heck? Yeah. And he made, dude, those are our starters. This is a Super Bowl. We were in the Super Bowl <laughs> two years ago. And he juked the one guy out of his shoes, just like made him completely miss. I'm like, oh, this guy is good. And then he follows up with a one-handed catch, you know, and and mistakes it for six. (laughs) Like, uh, this guy is going to be a problem. Yeah. And then, so then there's Kyle Pitts. Then there's, I think we talked about this the other day or yesterday, just talking about Marcus Mariota not being a good quarterback. Maybe I talked to you about it. Maybe not. Marcus Mariota not being a good quarterback. Maybe that was holding Kyle Pitts back. Where is he at nowadays? Yeah, riding ride the pine <laughs> pony, pal, in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> he looks awful. He anyway, look please don't get hurt, hurts. Please don't get hurt. Anyway, we'll bring out Philip Rivers from retirement. I heard the off season. Yeah, I heard f- about that 49 ers Yeah, if they would have made the if they would have made the Super Bowl, they were gonna bring Philip Rivers in. <laughs> Dude, how do you feel if you're Brock Purdy? <laughs> I guess he would have been hurt, he have was, been hurt I, yeah. when he was hurt. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, and anyway. Josh, anyway. Um, and then, so then I have the Panthers coming at 6-11. And then I have, coming in last place, the Tim Buccaneers at 2-15. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. So, again, semi-similar, um, a little bit off. But I have the Saints winning this division at 10-7. Um, I think they're great. I think Camara, once Kamara gets back, they have Michael Thomas, Olave, Olave. That offense is it will be just fine, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in, and obviously you have the the wild card of Taysom Hill still there. Um, and then you throw in, the defense has been good for years. I mean, the years since since Breeze has not been there. Yeah. They've been great, that defense. Mm-hmm. And so they're holding it down while not having a quarterback. And so I think they're gonna be just fine. I have them at 10 and seven winning the division. I have the Panthers second place at 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. Um, tied with them tiebreaker works it out where the saints win the division again and then i have the falcons also at 10 and 7 whoa i have a three-way tie at the top of this division um but i have the saints making the playoffs obviously division winner of the panthers Mm -hmm. winning and making the playoffs falcons miss out on the playoffs just because of the way to the cookie crumbles, uh, cookie cookie crumbles. There you go, that's great. Crookie. <laughs> crookie. <laughs> crookie Yeah. Anyway, uh, the but that's that's how it all 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 laid out. And then uh, I have the Buccaneers at one and sixteen. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, Baker Mayfield could prove us wrong. He's proved me wrong many times. Mm-hmm. He comes in and wins six games as a starter for that team. But I don't know. I got him at one and sixteen. Um, so yeah, that rounds out all the right. NFC. So I'll quickly go over this my rankings 1 through the ones that make the playoffs 1 through 7. Yep. Rank number 1 it will be the 49ers. They beat the Eagles out for a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Um so because I believe I had the Niners beating the Eagles in the in the in the regular season. Regular season. Yep. So 49ers 1, Eagles 2, Bears at 3, foul, or Saints at 4. The, mm-hmm. They're tied at 9 and 8. Um at five I have the Cowboys at eleven and six. At six I have the Seattle Seahawks at nine and eight. And rounding out, just making the playoffs are the Falcons at nine and eight. All right. That is my Yeah, and I have number one, San Francisco, uh, and then the Eagles, followed by the Saints at three, Lions at four, and then the wild card teams are the Seahawks at five, Cowboys at six, Panthers at seven. Um, Ugh. so it could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fun going over this it it means it's back. Yep. And then the only other team in the, the NFC to make it over 500 is the Falcons, who I think is a young, a the very good young core, but not good this year. No, not we'll at all. watch them all prove us wrong. Anyway. Okay. All right. Should we go to the AFC? Let's do AFC. You want to start us off? Sure. I'll start us go off. All right. Let's start with the AFC East. Um, this is an interesting, interesting division. I have the Buffalo Bills winning this division. I have them winning thirteen games, thirteen and four. Um, I still think they are the team to beat in that division. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody's saying mm-hmm. with the Dolphins and Jets, but I do have the Dolph- Dolphins in second place at eleven and six, followed by the Jets at eleven and six, um, and then the Patriots, um, which again could be wrong, uh, but five and twelve. Um, I have them going and, and missing the playoffs and being semi irrelevant here this year. Um, Again, Belichick's proven me many, many times wrong over the years, but I just don't see too much uh, in that team here this year. I have the Buffalo bills winning that division as well at 12 and five, but also tied at 12 and five. I have the jets at 12 and five. Um, They are really young and they're very talented. I think it's going to help out. They were, they were a quarterback. A wave on a lot of the games last year they yep. needed yeah. a quarterback to actually throw the ball. No doubt. Um, then I have the Dolphins at eight and nine. Ooh. Um, I don't think that they're going to be very good this year. Wow. Do you have reasons? Uh, I'm not a huge believer in Tua. I still don't feel like literally, I mean, you are getting so much help from Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. If you look at half of the passes that he throws, they are way underthrown, oh, sure. and he has to go back and get it. Yeah, he really. makes the miraculous plays. How often can he do that? Yeah, because the numbers look good. The numbers look yeah. the numbers look great. Mm-hmm. But you got literally a cheetah. Yeah, pretty much back yep. there helping. And Waddle's not hoping. too cl- too many clicks mm-hmm. be behind. Correct, you know, Tyreek yep. Hill as far And as then as how fast. so you have, and then you had Jalen Ramsey, but he got injured, and mm-hmm. he's not the only time. He'll probably be back. They said is potentially for the playoffs. And, and I did hear that they're going to switch uh, last year. I don't know if they coordinator left or they're just changing their scheme and whatnot, but they brought a lot of blitzes last year. Mm. Um, they were the heaviest blitzing team in the league, okay. and they're switching it up for whatever reason. I forget why it is. I don't have the reason now, but I, I was listening to something, and they said that they're going to switch it up where they're going to run less blitzes, which could help the defense on the back end potentially. Um, on the secondary, if they have more guys back there, but in the same respect... It could hurt them if they're not getting as much pressure on the quarterback. So those guys that, you know, get after the quarterback up front really need to get after it before like the mm-hmm. Eagles did if they want to make, make some noise there defensively like they did last year. Yeah. Um, so what – and the Jets. And then I have so, the Patriots at 8 and 9 as well. Okay. Okay, 8 and 9. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So good good division there. Yep. And what are your thoughts real quick while we park on this real quick? Because mm-hmm. I know this is obviously a huge topic, but the Jets. What are your – obviously 12 and 5. I think they're going to make – the. I mean – I have them making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to make the playoffs. And I think, um, I don't know. It just sounds like things are going well. Mm-hmm. sounds like com- camaraderie is coming together. It, it just, I don't know. It's just like, literally I heard that like Aaron Rodgers didn't do this with the Packers, but literally every meal he goes and sits with somebody else. Okay. Now, I don't know. I'm um, again, That's he's still a, he's still a good player. He's yeah. still a great player. He just got to and he has good players behind him. Mm-hmm. Like he has good receivers, um, exactly. but I think he's actually, try, he's actually trying, like, to bring everybody together. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel like that in Green Bay, like even with the older guys. He's actually trying to gel with the young guys. Yeah, when he was in Green Bay, he didn't. But I just feel like it's a different Aaron Rodgers. He looks looser, looks more fun. It didn't look like he had too much fun last year mm-hmm. or the, a couple other years. Again, probably that's because of the organization. I don't know. But I think they're, uh, their defense is really good. They have a great defense. Um, and they're going to keep him in games. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers is going to win them games, too. Like, yeah, defense is going to give the, the offense opportunities to go win the games. And I think Aaron Rodgers will be the guy that will go and win those that Zalka Wilson could not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, everything on paper again says exactly what you just said and you know you can't disagree with any of that i think that you know even the meeting with new players and whatnot um or meeting with the young players or whatever like that's what burrow did i'm not trying to compare and say that rogers is i'm not trying to compare burrow and rogers all i'm saying is that obviously we've all seen what burrow did in cincinnati and the transformation of a franchise yep the moment they draft one guy and one of the key things that people said he was doing early on was sitting at different tables Mm -hmm. every lunch. Um, And so I think that that's good. Um, I can't help but wait for something to go terribly, terribly wrong with this jets team. Um, I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like it's a Cowboys thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this feels eerily similar to the, what was it? 2008 Philadelphia Eagles, the dream team, if we will, right? What was that, 2008? version don't, nine? I don't know. I'd try to get rid of that. Vince no. Young and the boys. Um. Dude, that <laughs> is what ticks me off the most, is that a backup quarterback, yeah. Vince Young, <laughs> is the one that called the team a dream team. <laughs> that, well, that, what I'm saying is it, this feels just like it. Everybody's on board with this team that has all the talent in the world. All the pieces are there. But I feel like the... the I think comparing those two the other for the eagles they were they didn't like they brought all these good play they brought all these yeah. single individual Agreed. great players yeah. in and never played together mm-hmm. you're bringing And the jets you're literally bringing one guy well and cook now too you have dalvin cook now too and dalvin cook c- c- yeah cuz they just they just signed him but right and I, agree. I think like the defense is still together yeah that offense is I mean, you're adding a quarterback who's better mm-hmm. than Wilson, and you're adding another running back. Now I don't know how that running back room is going to be yep. like with Bre- Bryce, Brees Hall, yeah, Bryce Hall, yeah, and yep. Dalvin Cook. But I mean, it's a pretty good two-headed monster right there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the things are there. I just feel like again, everybody coming in. There's just not been too many teams that have done this well where they bring in this big, big new change even bring it, they brought brought in a Pro Bowl quarterback and a Pro Bowl running back to come into this team. And like, here's the deal with the Jets. Like, this is what worries me about them. This is why I'm saying I'm waiting for this whole thing to go wrong, right? Because th- let's just look at the, fir- the first, you know, I don't know, handful of games of their schedule. Let's just do it until they're bye week, week seven. The Bills, I don't think they win that game. The Cowboys, I don't think they win that game. You got the Patriots. Um, and I, I see people... You know, probably possibly taking the Jets over the Cowboys. I totally understand, but they're in Dallas. I'm taking mm-hmm. Dallas in that game. Um, Patriots. I think the Jets can win that game. Then they have Kansas City, Denver. I think Denver is going to be a juggernaut. To, not not juggernaut. I think they're going to be good this year. Yeah. Um, the great defense, and I think that Sean Payton gets that offense figured out. Then they have the Eagles, and that that's only you know two divisional games mm-hmm. in the first six games, and I think they maybe win two games there if they're lucky. And the rest of the games they could lose. So if, they, if the Jets start off the year at two and four, all hell is breaking loose in New York. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they better go at least 500 in these six games, mm-hmm. or else <laughs> we're talking about Rodgers going elsewhere or something. Yeah. Like, this is true. You know what I mean? And so it's like, man, this schedule does not favor them. And so, anyway, right. we can get off this division. A, but you while, could also but, look at it what happened when Tom Brady went to Tampa, right? The team didn't change. You brought in. A really good quarterback, and he took him to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying Rodgers took him to the Super Bowl. But, you but Sta- also look Stafford it that did it way. too. We could say Stafford yeah. as well. And Stafford, they had, you know, like, again, it's happened before, but I think, again, it's the personality. Brady's a different personality. Stafford's yep. a different personality. Yep. Rodgers is on shrooms, <laughs> commenting with Pat McAfee all the time. You see his handshake with uh, Garrett Wilson? No, I didn't. They give each other high fives, and when, they, when their pinkies and their fingers touch, they hold up like as if they're smoking a joint. <laughs> and suck and then they go give it to somebody else (laughs) that's their handshake (laughs) well i don't know if this goes wrong everything blows up on pat mcafee then it's in the new york media and again i've been saying this off air for weeks and weeks of months i just do not trust this jets team i hope they do well i don't get me wrong i'm rooting for it all to go well kurt's a great friend of mine you know he's been on this podcast before big jets fan i hope they do well for his sake but oof this is tough. Yeah, this is really, really tough. So, all right, why don't we move on to the next one? Uh, AFC West. I have the Chiefs winning this one. No surprise here. I got them <laughs> winning 13, 13 games, uh, going thirteen and four. Then I have the Broncos behind them at eleven and six. I have them turning it around completely um, and winning eleven games. Uh, the Chargers behind them at nine and eight. And then I have the Raiders at five and twelve. Mm. with Jimmy Garoppolo, which he could prove me wrong as well. I could see the Raiders being a sneaky 10 and seven team because of mm. Jimmy Garoppolo just always winning games. But that's my uh, AFC yep. West there. AFC, uh, pretty much the same exact order. I have the Chiefs at 14 and three. Then I have the Broncos at 12 and five. I can see them, like you said, being good. Yep. Um, the defense is already set. Yes. And Sean Payton comes in. The only thing right. it gets me is that they lost Tim, Tim Patrick. Mm-hmm. And they also lost KJ Hamler. Oh, Nancy Hamler yeah, went down Hamler, down. Hamler went down too. But the so have oh, still there, still have Judy, they have Cortland Sutton. Yep. Um, and they have. Um, they just got a rookie. I think they said he was doing really good. Well, they got another know. back too. They have Javante Williams, and then they have another back behind him, and I forget who it is now. But Javante Williams is, if he plays, yeah, That dude is great. He couldn't. He couldn't be stopped. Right. Um, and then I have the Chief or the Chargers, excuse me, at eleven and six. And then I have the Raiders at eight and nine, but like you said, like you never know what you're gonna get with them. <laughs> what do you get with Jimmy Garoppolo? It's not even a Raiders. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. I have Any no team idea. he's on, they like win they got above rid of. They, I mean, they got rid of uh, Darren Waller. They got rid of uh, well Josh Jacobs. Now he's reporting the camp apparently. So did you see that? Yeah. Right. Oh, I didn't see that he was yeah. reporting the camp. I was gonna jump to the. NFL top one hundred. I don't know if you watched that at all. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Okay. So in there, I think it's the top twenty five maybe the top thirty or top twenty. I think it's the top twenty actually. The Raiders have three guys in the top twenty and they didn't even make the playoffs last year. And the Bengals have three guys in the entire top one hundred. And so, I'm not saying that as a slight, like, it's unfair or anything. I'm not trying to say that. Sure. I'm just trying to say, like, the amount of talent that's on that Raiders team mm-hmm. is really, really good. They yeah. have Crosby, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, all, all three top 20 players, mm-hmm. according to the players. And we'll see if they can yeah. put it together with Jimmy G, but that's a tough division still, mm-hmm. so just like we were talking about last year. So I don't know why he feels like he should be in Vegas. I don't know why. Jimmy G? Yeah. He just gives me a Vegas vibe. Yeah, maybe. It just fits. I think Jimmy G is one of those guys that might fit everywhere. It's true. Like he's like, almost like who else fits everywhere? Like case Keenum is who I think. Of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you just, Oh yeah. Case Keenum plays. Or Chase that? Daniels. Yeah. The backup quarterbacks that move. Everywhere. Yeah. He goes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Oh, you know, case Keenum plays for the, you know, bills. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense. It, yep. Go down the list. Every team in the league. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I could see Case Keenum playing there. Like, it's just anyway. Yep. All right, next division, the best division in football, mm. and or AOC North. Um, I have the Bengals winning this division, twelve and five. Um, talk about that more. We have the Ravens coming in second place at eleven and six. The Browns also at 11 and six in third place, and then the Steelers at 10 and seven. So all 14 wow. winning double-digit games. Hmm. Um, I think this division could be obviously the Bengals. We could talk about that more, but I'm gonna not talk about them too mm-hmm. much. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I think they're they're. I don't know that they're better than last year, but I think they're as good as last year with potential to be better, better. with these young guys on defense. Um, also, a couple of young receivers that are pretty good. Uh, the Ravens, they always scare me. Um, they're, they're a bit dangerous. I don't know that I buy into all this hype with Odell Beckham being there and changing the offense and doing all this stuff. I think this is going to shift their out a lot. And I'm not all on board with this whole, like, oh, we're going to change something and suddenly everything is fixed. No, no, no. There's growing pains here. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a little bit tough. Plus their defense worries me. Uh, Marlon Humphrey's out for the beginning of the year. So we'll see how they pan out there in the beginning. Which they play us week two, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Cleveland scares the crap out of me. Um, you I, think Deshaun Watson will be the the old Deshaun, Deshaun Watson? I don't think I, it's not that I think he will, but if he is, this is a twelve win team. The defense mm-hmm. is there. The defense, uh, I mean, they got Miles mm-hmm. Garrett. Obviously, they got Denzel Ward. They have the uh, the other dude at the other corner spot from Greg Newsom. Yep, solid player. And then they just picked up the dude. Um, for the Packers and I forget his name now he's a uh, a linebacker uh that can get after the quarterback uh, they they traded for something so Smith. Smith. Smith yep great pass rusher mm-hmm. and so now it's like okay we have and we had you know they had um Jadavian Clowney before he goes to the freaking Ravens <laughs> so it's like okay yeah we're just gonna load this whole division up yep. you know with pass rushers and then why don't we talk about the last place team in the division the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers who scares me more than they scare me more mm-hmm. than anybody in the whole division? <laughs> because T.J. Watt, we'll get into him a little bit more later, but goodness, the dude is unstoppable An animal. And so th- this defense is is really really good. And if uh, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens and those boys can get it together with Najee Harris in the backfield, mm-hmm. look out for Pittsburgh. I'm telling you. I, I know. I'm not calling for Kenny Pickett to be the guy, but if he figures that out even semi this team is dangerous and so i could see any of these four teams winning the division um i think i don't think it's a toss-up i think the Bengals are the best team i think it's their division to lose but mm-hmm. i could see any of the four winning um mm. if things go their way so i'm interested to see All what right. you say i have the Bengals winning the division at 13 and 4 Great. um I have the Baltimore Ravens at 12 and three, or whew, 12 and five, excuse me, 12 and five. <laughs> Two canceled games. What's <laughs> yep. the <a> story there? <laughs> By percentage, they are better than the Bengals, so no. Um, <laughs> Bengals, or the, so yeah, the Ravens are second at 12 and five. Then I have the Steelers at 10 and seven okay. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I have the Browns. I have not, like, I understand Deshaun Watson came in halfway through the season. But there was, I saw no glimpse of, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In in that time that he was there. He was bad. He was bad. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, I mean, go back. I mean, good throws, didn't mm-hmm. really see him. Like, they didn't. So, I'm not yet, I don't feel like, I don't, I don't feel like the Browns are, I feel like the Browns are going to Brown.
1: Yeah. And I think so. they're going
0: to put him at 5 and 12. What were they last year? The record-wise? Yeah. What were they last year mm, record-wise? I don't know. Um, I'm going to look that up while we're talking, because even as bad as he was last year, I still think that they were semi seven and 10. So, I mean, mm. again, not great, No, but they're still a decent team. Yeah. Um, you know, without a quarterback. And so again, it's one of these things where even if Deshaun Watson is decent, like we're, we're talking about the New York jets, right? I mean, like, obviously Sam Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, yeah. but last time we saw De- Deshaun Watson completely healthy, he led the league in passing yards by a mile, and, you know, had a great touchdown-interception ratio, great ple- completion percentage, can run the ball. If he gets it going, mm-hmm. anyway, I could talk about this division all day, but. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> I mean, he did have, he did have a full offseason with him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that definitely does help. Right. AFC South. Yeah, AFC South. I got the Jaguars running away far and away with this division, 12 and 5, going 6 and 0 in the division. I have the Titans in second place at 5 and 12. Uh, They don't have a quarterback. I have the Colts going 4 and 13. They don't have a quarterback. I have the Texans, 2 and 15. They don't have a quarterback. Um, So these guys, I, I just don't buy into their quarterbacks at all. Isn't Ryan Tannehill the Titans' quarterback? No, but well, he is technically there, but then they have, uh, Will Levis, Malik, well, yeah, and Malik Willis and Will Levis. And so I still don't know that they named a the number one starter. Yet. I think Ryan Tannehill, I mean how I scheduled it or how I did it. Ryan Tannehill is the a starter. Is a starter. Yeah. I still don't know that they named him starter. Yeah. Um, and so I think that this team, yeah, I, I don't buy sure. this team at all. Yep. Um, which really huge question mark on why DeAndre Hopkins went there. Right. No idea. Yeah. Can't picture it. Right. But Th- that's what I said to you, right? Is mm-hmm. like, why did, why not just go back to Houston? If you're going to go to somewhere where you don't even know where, yeah. or, who the quarterback is, right? Yep. If Tannehill's there, then cool. I mean, AJ Brown did pretty well there, but you know. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have the Jaguars, the Jaguars winning the division as well. I have them at 11, 11 and 6. I have the Titans at 10 and 7 um i think derrick henry is gonna win them some games yeah by himself um they do have they still have an okay defense mm-hmm. they still it's not like i have them winning most i have them at five and one in their own division okay yeah. um and then the colts at six and eleven uh i have no idea what you're getting with anthony richardson right no idea he could be great and now we just found out jonathan taylor could might be seeking a trade yep so they could be down and... They could be... They literally could be the last team. And then with... We have no idea. CJ Strauss. So I have the Texans at 3-14. and 14. They could be good-ish. Like, I don't know. No. I don't think they they're could, not going to be good. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> taking the back. I was going to say... Not, we, even, not even good-ish. Yeah, we could they're try. Gonna, it, it's going to be the Colts. To me, it's going to be the Colts and the Texans fighting for last place. I still think the Colts will definitely be better. I, I, I do like Shane yeah i don't know his last i don't know his name uh, the, he, the head coach he, the head coach now steichen is it steichen? yeah whatever his name is uh, something like that something. moving from the eagles to them I, he yeah. did really good he he was a play caller for for the eagles and stuff and and anthony richardson is athletic yep. so we'll just yeah yeah he's he's dangerous for sure um but i think he just needs some time to grow the fact that yep. they named him a starter, he was surprised did you see it he said that he was shocked yeah. by being named starter. Like, That's not what you want from the QB1 right there. Beat out Mr. Uh, Minshew. Yeah, like, yeah, Minshew, man. Whew, that guy. He, he, went, he went to the Colts to be a starter. That's why he went there. And then Anthony Richardson was, gen, was drafted. Ugh. So then it's like, why don't you hate those? Do you things? remember when I tried to make a case for Minshew to start over Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Just 12 months ago. But that was also whenever, like, it felt we were. I remember even feeling this before, like the year before, because I think it was Hurts starting and Minshew and Back. And I was, I think, I was, I was on that board too. I was just like, "He's fun. He's energetic. We need a little bit of that." We should go back and we, we should have found some clips from that. I don't want to. And and dude, I made I just, the case that you guys should have traded for Baker Mayfield. That's right. That's that right. He had Philly that. in him. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> no, dude, Hurts has Philly in him. He does. He but is, he also um, couldn't time, dude. Not this past year, but the year before. Yeah. He was so off on some of his throws, he was terrible. Yeah. And I was like, this guy is not taking literally throws. blink and he's different. The guy. He's he different. is one of the top Built five. Different. Yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> so uh sweet. So all right, so standings. what's your what's your standings? One through seven. Oh yeah. I have um so I have the Bills at number one seed, uh at thirteen and four, followed by the Chiefs thirteen and four. Bengals at three at twelve and five, and the Jaguars at twelve and five. Uh, Dolphins at eleven and six. At number five, Jets at number six at eleven and six. Um, I was trying to make them not make the playoffs <laughs> in a way because I just like I just I just don't buy them. Yeah. Even though they like again, you look at it and say, like, okay, I think they can. You know, I have them losing a bunch of games in the beginning and then rattling off a bunch because they have the Texans and the Falcons and the Redskins mm-hmm. and the, or Commanders, the Raiders, right. all these teams. Dude. You know, towards the end of the year. If we had a fine bucket for every time you said Redskin, you just called CJ Stroud CJ Strauss. So, CJ, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Texan. Anyway, (laughs) and then I have the Ravens (laughs) at 11 and (laughs) 6. And uh, and then I have a bunch of above 500 AFC teams that are missing the playoffs, Mm. but we won't get into them because they don't matter from this point (laughs) on. Right. So, Uh, I have the Chiefs number one at 14 and 3. I have the Bengals 13 and 4 at number two. I have the Bills at 12 and five, which are number three. Number four, then are the Jags at 11 and six. Then I have the Jets at 12 and five at number five. Number six, I have the Ravens at 12 and five. And seven, I have the Broncos at 12 and five. Nice. The Broncos Uh, make it in there. I'm interested on how that sounded because I (laughs) I went one, Chiefs. Then I went Bengals at number two. I went back and forth saying... Did you? first place no, yeah, i didn't go first place second place third place so i went one Bengals, or anyway oh. i made that really confusing so i didn't hear it at enjoy all enjoy it people Why don't we jump into what we will get to our standings yep. uh, or sorry for our playoffs, playoff predictions from the final standings that we just gave. Um, and then we'll go and predict our playoff games all the way to the Super Bowl. And by the end of this episode, you will have our Super Bowl picks. However, before we get there, we are going to um, predict our award winners. Yep. Um, so we're going to go down through all of our awards and uh, predict them. So why don't we start from we'll work our way towards MVP. Yep. Um, so coach of the year sure coach of the year is a boring one let's do it (laughs) Sean Payton I have Sean Payton coming in that's a good one and uh I have the Broncos going to the playoffs I think they're gonna be different they're going to be better um it's gonna be a better team so I have Sean Payton honestly it's if they are a better team if they're like 10 plus wins it could be an easy award for him to win Mm -hmm. because they were so bad last year. They were so bad. They were so bad. Yeah, because that's the thing about this award is that you have to have some sort of hurdle to get over, right? Yep. So I have my coach year um, being Kyle Shanahan. I know this seems weird because they were just like the number two seed in the NFC, but I think because of... Quarterback situation. The quarterback situation and not really knowing what's going on there, I still think they end up pretty much like similar to what they were last year in just dominant fashion. Pretty much the whole way. I thought Brock. Year. I think Brock Purdy is the guy, isn't he? I think he I think is, he the, is guy, the guy, but there's question marks as far as how he's going to be in the beginning of the year. And apparently, Sam Darnold looks really, really good. Um, <laughs> and so, if Sam Darnold looks really, really good, and Brock Purdy's not quite ready, what if Sam Darnold comes in and leads them to their three no start and plays really well? But then you have Trey Lance, who you traded up to take second overall. What do you do with that situation? Yeah. And then you have Brock Purdy, who led you to the NFC Championship game last year. And so it's like, what do you do with these three yeah. potential quarterbacks? Again, Sam Darnold could fall by the wayside pretty quickly, yep. right? But he also could be really, really good in that system. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he is. Uh, so I, I don't know, but I think there's a mess there. So with that, no clear QB to start with, but I still have them going number one in the NFC. Yeah, winning, uh, sure. uh, uh, being number one seed in the NFC. Um, they have a weaker division outside of Seattle. I have Seattle being pretty good, but outside of that, that division's weak with LA and Arizona. So do you think that helps? I, case? I I don't or I don't it? I don't know that it helps. I just think that it's going to give them the ability to win more games. I think yes. that's four games easy for him mm-hmm. that they're going to win, and then I think that they um, have a top three defense again this year. Where again, I just think that those th- you know consistency of the defense and whatnot. Yep. Um, so I, I have Kyle Shanahan. It will be one. interesting to see the loss of D'Amico Ryan's mm-hmm. and see how that affects the team. I d- I did think about Sean Payton and I also thought about Mike Tomlin, considering you know I have them winning ten games, but I also have both of those teams missing the playoffs, mm-hmm. and so I can't see giving the coach of the year to somebody who didn't make the who didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> and so I had to look through my standings, who made the playoffs. Let's start there who's going who's gonna to win coach of the year based on the teams that won, uh, made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of why I went Kyle Shanahan, although yeah. I understand Peyton and and Tomlin. So, mm-hmm. What about comeback player of the year? Uh, I think this is going to be not about football. I think I know where you're going. I think it's going to be Damar Hamlin. Yeah. If it's about football, I think it's going to be Russell Wilson. Okay. Two Broncos in a row. Will, I think he will play a whole heck of a lot better. Um, <laughs> I hate saying it, but I hope it's about football. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not just yeah, that, maybe that he made five it back. Picks or something like he that. He made it back to the field, right, to get this for award. But I think Russell Wilson's going to have a much better season. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. So I think they're both. I think those who are going to win the awards for comeback and coach of the year. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't blame you there. I think the Damar Hamlin thing definitely has some validity to it. Um, But I agree. I think it should be on football if he wins, because again, he becomes a pro bowler, which he never was beforehand, but I'm just saying if he becomes that, then great. My comeback player of the year is Michael Thomas. I'm going to milk this a little bit. (laughs) Um, in our Marco Polo, you know, private chat that we mm-hmm. have with our, you know, select group of guys, um, me and my my friend Kurt, we are debating this one pretty heavily. Um, actually, have a bet on it, which I'll share here. Um, but Michael Thomas, I think, is still a stud. I think this guy is the real deal. I think he still has it, in my opinion. Could I be completely wrong? Sure. <laughs> but I think he's great. Um, over the top, past five years, if you just average out, right, if you include... again. He barely played the past you know, mm-hmm. two, three years. Um, but he ranks not top five, but top three in the past five seasons in targets per game, receptions per game, yards per game, and fantasy points per game, if you're looking at all that. So when mm-hmm. he does play over the past five years, when he does play, he is not only just a top 10 or top five receiver. He's top three in the league. And so the dude's there, right? Um, so this is a top three receiver. The only issue with him over the past five years is whether or not he's healthy or not yet he's right here and he's completely healthy yep and and, and here we go um car i saw i read an article and i don't know the details of this the article didn't give it um but Derek carr has had great success throwing certain routes in his career it just so happens that those are the same routes that Michael mm-hmm. Thomas has mm-hmm. had great success running um, and catching a lot of balls from one rubries and breaking mm-hmm. records and all that stuff. Um, so that's another one. Um, Devontae Adams, uh, uh, last year with Derek Carr 100 catches 1500 yards 14 touchdowns at 30 years old Michael Thomas mm-hmm. right now is 30, 30. years old um, so he's not washed up he's right there um, and then th- this is the other thing I was going to say um, and again this is maybe talking about the conversation that Kurt and I had but he's really high on Olave nothing against Olave I think he's a great young player but just because he had a he had a thousand yards of four touchdowns last year thousand yards for a rookie is pretty good right mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're a star So I'm not ready to crown Olave as the number one guy on this New Orleans Saints team. I think Michael Thomas is the number one receiver. Um, And so I just walked up a list of how it could go for a rookie that gets a thousand yards. Where does it go? So I looked up rookies that have a thousand yards. We got guys like Marcus Colston, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, AJ Green, great players. Terry Glenn (laughs) fell fell face the earth. Um, I shouldn't say that actually. I I believe he passed away. My apologies. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that when I say fell to the the earth. He actually did pass away. I'm just saying, as a football player, he fell to the the earth, and then after he retired, he did then pass away. So, (laughs) Amari Cooper, um, Michael Clayton, whatever happened to that guy? Mm -hmm. Calvin Benjamin. He's not dead. No, he's not. Calvin Benjamin. Who knows what happened to him? He's probably 30 right now. Yeah. Not even in the league. Mm-hmm. And so all I'm trying to say by this list is not to compare a to right. any of them. But all I'm saying is that after one year of a thousand yards uh, with Michael Thomas not there, you were essentially the only weapon on the offense um, other than Camara in the running game. Mm-hmm. Your thousand yards doesn't impress me. It doesn't make you a star for me. And it doesn't definitely doesn't make you over a 30 year old Michael Thomas. I have a piece of hair in my mouth. That caught 140 passes last yep. time we saw him healthy. And so Michael mm-hmm. Thomas is my comeback player of the year. Sorry Very for my nice. rant. So nice. th- all that finishing, Kurt and I, just so everybody can hold us accountable and keep track of this, Yep, we have a bet of who has more receiving yards this year, Michael Thomas or Chris Olave. And the loser of that bet has to do the Sandman Challenge mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the Marco Polo chat um which kurt has done before maybe he's used to it who knows it looks terrible to me when i watch the video if you don't know you've never is, done it look it up Um, uh, so we'll see what happens there so that's my comeback player of the year <laughs> all right uh defensive rookie i have will anderson okay um no real reason mainly be well actually yeah D'Amico ryan's big reason um great pass rusher coming out of um Alabama Mm -hmm. and uh D'Amico is gonna put him in every position to do great stuff Mm -hmm. um I also had a little slash I can see Jalen Carter being a very uh sneaky that's my dark horse defensive player of the year I was gonna ask about him is he's like you guys are loaded up front yes is he actually gonna get playing time yes he will basically the I, I think they're gonna be um they're gonna be bringing in I mean, they're going to continue to flow through. But you have Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. You have the big Georgia guy from last year. You have Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. And now you have him. They're all nose tackles, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they're, they're like, so the Eagles play the 4-3. Right. They're both going to be up front, D-tackles. So, I mean, so they just Fletcher Cox is getting older-ish. Right. I mean, you put him in there. I mean, we're tra- we're training them to be our future. Right. Um, and I think he's going to, I think he's. All, all I've heard is he has been destroying our offensive line. Yeah. And, it's and we have a good offensive line. line of football, yeah. So um, he's my dark horse, but I'm going with Will Anderson. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought about Will Anderson. My concern there is like, I think he's mainly a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. And I think if they like if they get behind in games... Oftentimes, the opposing team is going to start running the ball, yeah. which could maybe take away from his pass rushes um, because they're running the ball. So i I had concern. That's why I didn't go with with Will Witherspoon or uh, whatever Will Anderson. I went with Devin Witherspoon gotcha. um, from Seattle. Um, I think that he just has an ability. I think I think he's gonna. First of all, I think he's a great player. I love mm-hmm. him coming out of college. He can tackle. He can cover. He can do it all. Right. Mm-hmm. He has tenacity. Um, but I think that with Seattle, they have Tariq Woolen. Um, who was great last year mm-hmm. um, as a rookie, and the fact that they took him—I think the fifth overall pick—they took—they yeah, took him really early. So you have a like—you must really see something special in Witherspoon if you took him, even though you have essentially a Pro Bowl, you know, rookie corner already, or you're just trying to create a tandem there or whatever. Maybe Legion Boom 2.0 or something. But yeah, um, but I think they see something really special in him. I like him a lot as a player. I also think that because of you know, will being on the other side, it's going to force a lot of targets mm-hmm. over to, um, to Witherspoon, which gives him an ability to make plays on the ball. Right. Because the thing with corners is that a lot of good corners they're you know, they're good because they don't have a whole lot of numbers. Yeah. But then it makes it hard to vote for them because they don't put up numbers. Yep. Witherspoon. It's not like he's going to lock it up on one side. Like, you know, sauce Gardner did where they can throw it all over the place every, mm-hmm. everywhere else. Um, not that they could DJ Reed's a good player, but um, in this case, I think there, a lot of balls are going to be thrown against Witherspoon yeah. um, instead of going to Woolen. Um, and I think people are going to find out that Witherspoon is no joke um, he mm-hmm. play really well. The other thing I like about this defense, um, and again, I have them winning 12 games this year. Bobby Wagner's back, and he's old. He's, you know, whatever, but he's a veteran guy. Leader. Yep, the leadership leader. Yep. on a young defense, on a young team with three solid receivers on the offensive end. And you got corners in the back, end. this is a passing lead. Yep. These guys can throw the ball and they can stop the pass in theory right yep. because they have three safeties that are good good starters mm-hmm. um and so this secondary is really really good yeah and with bobby wagner there in the in the front i think it's a good defense i mm-hmm. think witherspoon takes the, the rookie of the year there so offensive rookie who do you got so i have same with the defensive rookie i have a dark horse but i think Bijan robinson is going to win this i think it I, I mean, I, I was looking at the quarterbacks. I don't see any of them really being like being a huge standout. They're going to have a lot of growing pains. Mm-hmm. I don't see many growing pains with this guy. Um, I feel like he will be very, very, very good. Yeah. Dark horse is Zay Flowers. Ooh, Baltimore, right? From Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, shifty, quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, get the ball in his hands. Make a play. And I think, yeah. I like him i also thought addison we mentioned him earlier yep. i think jordan addison is a great player mm-hmm. um that could that could make some noises as a, as a receiver i have b john robinson as well i think this was the easiest one of all of these yeah um these picks here um but robinson i i brought up the falcons i was curious how the falcons did because i remember them being a good running team right mm-hmm. the falcons were third in the nfl last year behind only baltimore and chicago in rushing yards they were fourth in the NFL in yards per carry behind only Chicago, Baltimore, mm-hmm. and Buffalo. Now, think about those three teams. They have, all have running quarterbacks yep. who average a lot of yards per carry because it's unexpected. Right. And so um, now they were third and fourth, respectively, in both those categories with Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. And so. There should yeah, be no reason why this team is not number one. Yeah. They can run the ball already mm-hmm. with guys who are nobodies in this league. I mean, Algier is, is a good player, but he's not Bijan. He, yeah, he's not yeah. Bijan and he's not even a Pro Bowl running back in this right. league. But he rushed for a thousand yards last year. Mm-hmm. And so I think and, and watching Bijan in that playoff game against the Bengals, the dude is a real deal. But like just again, don't look at the box score with this guy. Watch him play. Yeah. Watch him catch the ball. Watch him move. Making people miss, breaking tackles. The dude is dangerous every time Game he touches the ball. Absolutely, yep. I think this is a lock. I think I think he runs away with this offensive rookie of the year. Hmm. Um, and again, it's not because the rest of the rookies are bad. Yep. It's just this dude is ready to go. He's one of the most ready running backs that I've ever seen. Um, Come out. I mean, obviously Saquon was there, but I think as a pure yeah. runner, better this guy might be better than Saquon. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, Saquon can do some stuff that he can in the receiving game and whatnot, but this guy is the real deal when he comes to running the ball. So yep. I'm excited for Bijan. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to be great. So um, I heard somebody say they believe he can lead the league in rushing. And again, on paper, I, mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, you look at all this and the fact that the Falcons could already run the ball well without him, yep. throw him in there. And the only thing I could take away from that is if they still gave Algier a good amount of carries. Um, take away. Yeah, yeah take they away, they take carries, away from carries from him. Yep. yep. So. Okay. Defensive player of the year. I have Micah Parsons. I, he is now a defensive end. He is no longer a linebacker. All they want him to do is rush the quarterback and he will rip people apart. Okay. He, um, he's already... I mean, I know Tyron Williams is old, but he's already beaten him to death in their practices. Um, I also listened to him on the pivot and he his mind was like focused he talked to everybody like just this year he's like he's like he's like bet on me he's like he's in every category uh defensive player of the year most sacks all this bet on me because he's like i'm going into every single practice trying to make everybody like i'm gonna rip my own teammates Mm -hmm. apart Mm -hmm. and i want people to see me do this and i want them to show because that's how we're gonna get better and you're just like i don't know i just feel like one you change position to d end and yeah. that's all you're gonna do yeah you're not gonna drop back maybe he drops back part-time just a little bit player two here and there but if his focus is just going after the quarterback that's gonna it's a nightmare for teams so yeah. i didn't realize they made that change i uh, michael parsons it's tough i mean there's some really good ends pass rushing ends in the league and obviously he's right there at the top um I'm going, and I've picked this guy before. I'm going TJ Watt. (laughs) I hate this pick. Um, I say it every, I feel like every year, I don't know if it's been a year or two years now in a row, three years in a row Mm -hmm. that um, I've picked him. But the dude, when he's on the field and he's healthy, I don't think there's anyone better in the league defensively than this guy. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a bold statement with Miles Garrett being there, with Michael Parsons being there. You got Bosa. I get it. I mean what I say. Yeah. This dude, I brought up some some numbers. So, in his career with T.J. Uh, Watt, Pittsburgh is fifty-nine and twenty-six. Um, that's average per year if you average that out for a year, normal year, eleven to six every year with T.J. Watt in the lineup, mm-hmm. holding their opponents to twenty points per game. Without Watt, they're one and ten in his career, holding opponents to twenty-six point three points per game so a touchdown difference right there Mm -hmm. in just 2022 alone um without tj watt the steelers allowed 25.3 points and 389 yards per game they had eight sacks and five takeaways in those seven games and 10 games with watt they were eight and two and this is just last year eight and two last year with him this is why pittsburgh is scary this man this is why yeah They allowed 16.9 points with him as opposed to 25.3. They allowed 289 yards as opposed to 389 yards without him. Yikes. They recorded 32 sacks with him, only eight sacks without him. 18 takeaways with him, five takeaways without him. The dude (laughs) changes the entire football team. When you watch him, you have to plan for him every single play and you think running the ball he mm-hmm. stops you passing the ball getting you sacking you he stops you creating pressure stops you gets interception. and then he yeah he freaking jumps in the air and gets interceptions driving crazy about the freaking pittsburgh steelers <laughs> is that they're the only team it feels like that does this consistently against the Bengals. and again i don't watch them every single game mm-hmm. but i do watch the pittsburgh and cincinnati games and tj watt is always wrecking havoc <laughs> Against us every time, and then you look at the numbers, and he just backs it up. This guy, to me, again, you go and you take Parsons off that team. Sure, is it going to be a big defense, big, big, you know, change or whatever? Yeah. But is it going to make the 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 Cowboys go to one and ten if they don't have Michael Parsons? Not a chance. Yeah. This is a Pittsburgh Steelers team that had Ben Roethlisberger, aging Ben Roethlisberger, since they've had T.J. Watt, mm-hmm. and then. Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph and guys like this, this is who we're talking about. And he took them and made them 59 and 26. This is, they need a quarterback. They can get a quarterback. Well, and Kenny Pickett could be that guy. He showed some flashes last year. And if they got a quarterback, that's why this team could be so dangerous. So TJ Watt is my number one. He's the defensive player of the year. Even again, even last year, When he missed those games, I get he didn't win it because of those games being missed, but that proved the point. It's almost like that year, remember when Peyton Manning lost or uh, was hurt or whatever, and they said that Peyton Manning should have won the MVP, even though he didn't play play a snap (laughs) because the Colts went like one team or whatever. Absolutely. And so it's like the same thing. And um, so, anyway, that's enough about TJ Watt. I usually don't talk about Steelers that much, but I hate TJ Watt. I also really, really like TJ Watt. So that's my pick there offensive player, player Christian you McCaffrey I'm going with kay. Christian McCaffrey um, and it, a lot with Kyle Shanahan just putting him in a position mm-hmm. to to just be amazing mm-hmm. and I believe he was traded to the team last year yep. so he has a full offseason focal point yep. like this man I think he's gonna go crazy Um, I think I'm going with Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy did. I think he's going to win himself the position. I think he's going to be the quarterback. I think he should, too. I think he should. And when he was in there, man, he just elevated everybody. Mm -hmm. And he did very well. So I got Christian McCaffrey winning the Offensive Player of the Year. McCaffrey is my first choice. However, I I didn't pick him because of injuries. I'm so concerned because I do think that with the questions at quarterback they're going to lean heavily on the run game and or checkdowns to both DB Samuel and Chris McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And I think all those touches are not a recipe for success for McCaffrey, although he can do everything, mm-hmm. it's just all those hits. Yeah. They're going to eventually But that's where I think he's going to have so much. Again, I'm hoping it doesn't get hurt because right. if he does and this goes out out the door, but I but with all those touches, with the ball being in his hand, mean he's so shifty, mm-hmm. I yeah. Yeah, my concern is him just saying hell. That's why oh, yeah. I chose, hey, I'm just going to stay away from him. But again, any of these guys that we're picking right here, sure. could whatever, it's just because McCaffrey has such a history of being injured, I decided to stay away from him, although I, I think that he could yeah. be a clear, clear offensive player of the year. My offensive player of the year is going to be Jamar Chase. Um, this may seem like a homer pick. I totally get it. Totally fine. Um, but – I do think um, I think he had a great year last year. You know, I, I think everybody's saying he had a down year again. Even going back to the you know NFL top 100, um, you know he dropped many slots in that um, when you know when that dropped um, last year, uh, which was his second year in the NFL. He was on pace for 190 to, not 192, not 190. He he was on pace for one 123 catches, fourteen hundred almost 1500 yards, and 13 touchdowns, which was. Mm-hmm. Far and away better than his rookie year, even though it seemed like his rookie year was better. Right. Just to give frame of reference, Justin Jefferson in his second year had 167 targets. Jamar Chase was on pace for 190. Um, Justin Jefferson had 108 catches. Jamar was on pace for 123. Um, Justin Jefferson had 1,600 yards. Jamar was on pace for um, 4, uh, 1,500. 10 touchdowns for Jefferson, 13 touchdowns for jamar that's what he was on pace for mm-hmm. um and then you see last year you know even justin jefferson last year had 184 targets again jamar was on pace for 190 um 1800 yards to 1500 eight touchdowns to 13 touchdowns so if you just compare him to justin jefferson and his trajectory honestly he's trajectorying faster i'm not saying he's going to have the year that justin jefferson had last year and sure. like that, but i'm not trying to get i think to a that. lot of that also has to do with you guys have better receivers you it's not just It's not just Jamar Chase. Mm -hmm. Like you have T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, spreading that ball around. Mm -hmm. He's he's not going to – I don't think he's going to get those kind of numbers at Justin Jefferson. Well, and I would say that you're right on paper, but I looked at the the numbers last year, and when Jamar was actually playing, he played 90% of the snaps in all but three games, 90% or more of the snaps Mm -hmm. in all three games. And also he had 10 or more targets in all but three games. Last year. And so he is getting targets. Mm-hmm. Like, like again, he was on pace for 190, which is more than what Justin Jefferson had this past year. And so even with all those weapons around, he's still getting the targets, which is crazy yeah. to fathom, right? Right. But yet that's still happening. The other thing is like, burrow is his quarterback yep not kirk cousins yep. and so if justin jefferson can continue to develop that way why not jamar chase um and again the, the bank well i didn't say this but i think the Bengals have a fairly easy schedule this year i mean not not in the sense of like the division we have a tough division yeah. some of the greatest defenses in the division but we play the afc south this year which is one of the weakest divisions and the nfc west which outside of seattle and san francisco St. Louis, or not St. Louis, L.A., Ram, yep. and Arizona. Those are two easy games right mm-hmm. there. And so that that's a lot of easy games right there where you know they could explode with very little defense right. on those teams. And so I, I think Jamar, again, if staying healthy, which again, I don't have many reasons to believe why he shouldn't, but if he stays healthy for the whole year, I think he could put up a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. So Jamar is my pick. And then MVP. MVP, what do you got? So I have Lamar Jackson Ooh, winning the MVP. Okay. Um, I I mean, he has a bunch of new weapons. Yes, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be a few games that are growing pains, mm-hmm. but I think that this will, I mean, I think he's going to have a breakout year um, running the ball, um, passing, even passing. I mean, he, what do you, he joked around, he said he was going to throw over 6,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but. I think it's. I think it's going to gel. I think it's going to come together. Um, I think John Harbaugh is going to be that uh, that glue that brings everybody together. And I think if, when in doubt, Lamar's going to run it out. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thank you. I made that up on my own. Yeah, that was really uh, good. Thank you. Yeah, you um, so I'm going with Lamar Jackson. This is just a hunt, not like. I mean, obviously he was out a bunch last year, maybe not a bunch, but part of the season, um, and I just think he, he's going to be a different guy it's just a feel yeah no i mean it's just tough to to pick against it again it's the is everything going to change and flip up 180 because of one like the, the scheme change it yep. totally could just like tampa and tom brady and whatnot it also could go very poorly yeah and so you know it could, i'm landing on the good on this yeah <laughs> but for sure but and again it could totally happen like the i mean they're still good they were with tyler huntley yep two weeks in a row and almost beat us yes you know last year you know in reaching the week, ball over the the week, goal line yeah. in the playoffs week 18 and the wild card yeah played him two times in a row and they were literally a play away from beating us both games yep and so d- dangerous football team and yep. that's with tyler huntley not even lamar so mm-hmm. um yeah definitely definitely dangerous no doubt um i'm gonna go with my mvp obviously i could pick the homer of joe burrow and oh you're not I decided not to. Okay. I think that I want to, mm-hmm. but I'm going to change it up. I picked Joe Burrow last year. Obviously, I think that I'm not going to be shocked at all if Joe Burrow wins this or wins the MVP. The, the MVP this year. Um, and I would probably pick him if I had to put money on one. But I wanted to change it up a little bit and mm-hmm. make it a little bit spicy. So I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Where MVP? I thought mine was this year. Yeah. Interesting. I think Trevor Lawrence is. Great. I watched him play. Even his rookie year. Um, I watched him play. I watched him play last year. Obviously he's developed a lot. Mm-hmm. But this guy has it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has it all. He just needs to put it all together. And this is gonna be his second full year under Doug Peterson. I think mm-hmm. he can really develop well. I think they've given him a ton of talent. They, oh, I absolutely. Mean, they had a ton of talent already. He has ETN coming back, who's his guy. Mm-hmm. You have Calvin Ridley, who I think is going to be great. I in do this too. Offense. I do too. Um, I can see him catching 100 plus passes. I think he can be great in this offense. So yep. now you have him. Um, terrible, awful division, division that they're going to be playing against all year. Yep. Um, Racking them stats. Right. And he runs the ball. He can mm-hmm. run the ball sure. well. He had, like, four t- four rushing touchdowns uh, his rookie year, six rushing touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. That could probably get better. Um, so if he starts running the ball for eight touchdowns and then throws 30 touchdowns, this guy's a problem. Yep. That's a Josh Allen-type performance, you know? And so I'm not trying to compare them or whatever, but, like, that's, that's what it's going to start looking at. And this is another thing I got from um, Colin Coward. I don't know if you saw this, but... He had a what? Nothing. Keep going. No, not the list. I know what you're talking about. The terrible QB list. The QB uh, WR list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't get into all that right nope. now. But yes, you're right. Terrible, terrible, terrible list. Um, but no, this was the last nine games of the year last year. Trevor Lawrence had a completion percentage of 69.7%. That was good enough for second in the NFL last year uh, during those nine games. Uh, touchdown to interception ratio was 15 to two. Second in the NFL last year, and his passer rating was 104.6 during those last nine games. Second in the NFL last year, so literally the second best quarterback over the second half of the year last year. Nobody knew it, nope. and yet this guy is still developing. And it's not too far ago that we were saying this guy was going to be like the next paint Manning, yeah. the oh, yeah. next guy, and yep. he has all the talent, all the intangibles to be able to do it. He just needs to put it together. I think this team runs away with the division because. Again, the MVP has to do well in Mm the regular season. We need to be making the playoffs. We need to be winning divisions, all that stuff. I think this guy has the easiest path of all the other candidates, even Patrick Mahomes with that division. Yeah. And Josh Allen with that division. I think this guy has a clear division title right in front of him. I think he's going to dominate it the whole way. Um, And I think he puts up consistent numbers to walk away with the MVP. So. That's cool. We got two out kind of there. Yeah. I, I figured spice <laughs> it up a little bit yep. here this year, but um spicy. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence is the guy there. So sweet. Let's see what happens okay. there. All right. Here we go. We have made the playoffs. So here we go. Wild card round. The NFC. I have the Cowboys going to the new orleans saints uh, and beating them that's okay. the four five the four five cowboys going to new orleans cowboys winning then i we'll have seattle at the six seed heading to chicago as, as the three seed i have seattle going to chicago and winning two upsets there we two go upsets. then i have the rank seven falcons heading to philadelphia Ooh, three upsets now we're just moving on to the divisional. Oh, the, bird. the birds. The birds. It's the bird. The birds. Nice. All right. Uh, where'd you go? So you have uh, yeah, the 49ers. So win. then I have, so I'll have the 49ers. It'll be the 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Rematch of last year, right? Didn't they play last year? I think, uh, I don't know if they played like each other last year. I know but they played the regular season. I now, have the 49ers. Okay. Pulling that one out. Okay. Then I have the divisional Eagles versus Cowboys in Philly. That'll be good. Eagles. In Philly. Yeah. Eagles will win that one. Um, and go so then that, I yeah. have, I would love to. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money those tickets would be though? Oh yeah. they would be a lot. Yeah. So then I, then going to the NFC championship game, it is a rematch with the Eagles and the 49ers this time in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I have the Eagles winning again. I have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Do you have broken elbows and all that stuff again? Yes. Okay. Yep, I do. All it's all in the playbook. All in the just go for the UCL (laughs) of (laughs) Brock (laughs) Purdy. And if that doesn't work, hit. Bite, Sam bite. Burrow in the, or Sam uh, Darnold. Darnold in the head. Fine again concussion and That's then about and then we we'll, fine so and fine. then what? Then we're we'll bringing who else is who's who's the other? Trey Lance. Oh yeah, Trey Lance. And then you got to worry about he's Phil already Rivers. injured in the season. So what are you gonna do with Philly Rivers? Ooh. Philly Rivers versus Philly Eagles. No, I mean if all that happens in the game, Christian McCaffrey's just gonna be the quarterback again. No, Philip Rivers is sitting in the stands, <laughs> helmet underneath the seat. Shoulder pads Wait. on, ready to go. It's then a, we'll Like lose. a movie. Then we'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, it's too you much. Can't too too much. Too much of a movie scene right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Again. All right, that's your NFC. Sounds good. Uh, I. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I have, so you have your Eagles going. That'll be easy to remember. Let let me give my NFC here. Yep. So I have uh, my four or five seed. I have Seattle um, going to Detroit to play the Lions. I have the Seahawks winning that game, um, knocking out the Lions. Um, And then I have the Cowboys going to New Orleans to play the Saints. I have the Cowboys winning that game as well. Mm. And then I have the Carolina Panthers going to Philly. To play the Eagles. And I, I have, have the Eagles winning that game. Oh, the tension. <laughs> the tension in you. Um, no, I have the Eagles winning it. that game. I can't see Bryce Young beating that Eagles front uh, in the playoffs. I hope not. Not. At, oh, that would be bad if it Dude, did. It I, I, as an Eagle fan, you still have those icky feelings in you of like, hopefully and praying it wasn't a fluke class. Yeah. I don't think so. You guys, you guys were good at that. Jalen hurts. Um, and we trust him. I mean, I don't think you guys get the sacks you guys had last year. We'll get more, maybe more, considering it wasn't the defensive coordinator. Right, you dude. Nolan Smith is—they're already calling Rush him a, a mini Hassan Reddick. So. I know he's—he's he's good. Watch. I mean, all those guys are good. Mm-hmm. All right, that leaves the Seattle Seahawks going to Philly to play the Eagles. I'm really high mm. on the Seahawks this year, but I have the <laughs> Eagles pulling this one out. <laughs> Seattle has the Eagles number in the playoffs just really? saying and i don't understand why From Legion i of hate it. now you I mean russell wilson when he threw it up to uh, dk metcalf uh, when okay. he beat darius slay darius slay said uh, he's a freak of a nature which he is but anyway, yeah yeah yeah, yeah seattle's dangerous this year yeah. bro they got three really good receivers out there and yeah we talked about them a little bit earlier but if Geno smith can keep it going Solid football team right there. Then I have the Cowboys playing the San Francisco 49ers. And I have the 49ers winning that game. So I have the 49ers. 49, wait, 49ers and you said the Cowboys. Well, I have the 49ers and Cowboys playing. Dude, I have the 49ers I winning. Would, I know, but I love... I just want to see the 49ers play the Cowboys again and just beat the daylights out of that did, did they do that last year? The final play... They, well, they didn't beat the daylights out of them. But the final play was when Zeke oh, hiked yeah. the ball yep. and got mauled. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love to see the 49ers beat the Cowboys because uh-huh. everything just falls apart. Huh. I don't know why. I just, just enjoy it. Just one game it. though, right? Yeah. Or do they do it all the time? They just seem to beat them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just like it. Yeah. It's just fun to me. It is fun to see it's the just Cowboys. Fun. I'm not even a, like, NFC East fan. I am just I just like seeing the Cowboys lose. Yeah. America's That's team, my butt. Anyway. Right now, I know. It's so annoying. Right now, everybody's talking about the Cowboys, like, every year. And uh, it's fun <laughs> to watch them lose. So It is. <laughs> anyway, so that leaves the Eagles and the 49ers. I have the 49ers getting their revenge against the Eagles um, and going to the Super Bowl Um, for no reason outside of, I just think that revenge by that. I think it's revenge. I think there's going to be a chip on their shoulder. I think that um, the defense is there. It's ready to go. And I think offensively, again, there's going to be a bunch of questions throughout the beginning of the year, but I'm trusting that Kyle Shanahan figures it out by the NFC championship game. And before that. But mm-hmm. I think that he figures it out and is able to game plan around. The 49ers were in that game before they lost their You're quarterback. Right. And, so. and I think... And it all goes back to... These are the two best teams in the league. Or not in the league, sorry. In the NFC. They are the two best teams. Yeah. They're the premier two. You, I mean, I can't put it... It would be a fluke. There would have to be a fluke somewhere. Right. Um, the, only- the Eagles do have a hard schedule. I don't want to bypass that either. They do have a hard schedule. But if we make the playoffs, there's not like... I think we could beat all those teams. Like You guys are that good. Too. I think we are, too. Yeah, yeah. You guys are that good, and the Niners are that good. I think the only team that really gives you guys troubles next year, just or just this year... Now, next year and beyond is a different yeah. story because then you have the Falcons and the Panthers and you have, you, you know, the Lions. Yeah. You have some young running That's gun 19. in the teams. Yeah. But um, I think this year, the only team that could possibly give you two a run for the money is Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they are they have veterans on that team. They're young, but mm-hmm. they have veterans that can lead the team well. And I, Seattle was good, man. They were good last year. They mm-hmm. had a couple shootouts where they were able to put up points. Yeah. I mean, I would also, like, part of me wants to move a little bit to the Cowboys. Like being a team that could make some noise, but all like I'm just seeing so many things of Dak Prescott being terrible in training but he camp. he guarantees literally, literally like there. I keep getting posts like Trayvon Diggs had a three interception day on Dak Prescott. I keep seeing Dak Prescott through like X amount of intercept. They're, all they're talking about is I understand it's practice and whatever. Yeah, but still, that's where you gotta like Yeah, but when I you inter- start when you do a, a media event. And you say, "I guarantee I'm going to throw less interceptions this year." You are immediately putting pressure on you. Absolutely, every and he wants, interception. Is- he's already under pressure. He's the cow. Cal- he's the America's <laughs> team's quarterback. Right. He's under so much pressure. Right. And and I think you're pretty much at the way. If he keeps throwing, if he doesn't do very good, you could. I could see him going. I mean, Mike McCarthy. Anyway, there could be. It could be a big disaster for the for the Cowboys this year. But. They have sneaky good players. I mean, they have some good players. They're just not a good they're not good at gelling. Right. And I, well and Tra- even Trayvon Diggs, who's one of their better players on defense outside of Michael Parsons. He's just an interception man. Right. He can't do anything else. Interceptions are not a good tell sign Correct. of a cornerback. And he got paid big right. this offseason. It's not it's not always a good thing yep. when you are getting tons of interceptions at the cornerback. That means the teams are targeting you. Yep. And you're getting numbers mm-hmm. and you don't want that. You want to be silent. You want to be Darrell Rivas out there as, mm-hmm. as Gardner. You know, mm-hmm. that's what you want to be. You want to hear very little from your corners. And so the fact that he gets talked about a lot is not actually a good thing. Other yeah. Cowboys fans will tell you otherwise. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, AFC. You want me to start with the AFC? Yep. All right. I have, so we have the Jets heading to Jacksonville, the five Jets heading to the four Jaguars. I have the Jets beating the Jaguars Ooh, in Jacksonville. I like it. I have... Then it's the number six Baltimore Ravens heading to Buffalo, playing the Buffalo Bills. Oh, that's a good set. I have the Ravens upsetting the Buffalo Bills. Let's go. Then I have the Broncos heading to Cincy. And I have the Cincinnati Bengals beating the beating the Broncos. Okay. Heading to... It'd be a tough game in Denver, though. If it was flipped and they had to yes, play to Denver, absolutely. That, that'd be... Although, again, let's not give too many props to Denver so far. But yeah. I do think that they'll be good by the end of the year. But. Mm-hmm. All right, so the divisional round. I have the Jets heading to Cincinnati. I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning that game. Let's go. And then the the Baltimore Ravens heading to Kansas City. That's a game. I have Baltimore upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs going... So, which means it would be the Baltimore Ravens heading to Cincinnati for the conference championship. And I have the Ravens oh, coming out on the top. Dude, you stabbed me in my chest. I know, I'm sorry. I just, I just picked the Niners over the Eagles. It's all good. So, my Super Bowl is the Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, man, that's a good Super Bowl. I think that would be a fun one. A lot of Oh, could potentially be a lot of offense it could be a lot of offense but it also could be a lot of defense yeah it could be a very tough like that that could be a fun highlight filled Super Bowl if that were to happen so all right so let me let yep. me give mine yep. and then we'll go through super bowl picks here yep so all right mine is um i have the dolphins versus the jacksonville Jaguars uh, five versus four i have the dolphins upsetting the Jaguars there mm-hmm. um that'll be disappointing for me i like trevor lawrence but I think that they can win that game. And then I have the Jets going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. The Bengals winning that game um, and moving on. So I have – and then after that, I have Baltimore and Kansas City playing in the wild card, and I have the Ravens (laughs) pulling it out. I agree with you, my friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it could be a major upset, but that's where I'm going. I'm, again – I, I like, yep, I like Kansas City. I like everything they're doing, but they'll be upset here and there. They'll have some uh, mm-hmm. some bumps in the roads here and there, and this is gonna be one of them. So I have the Ravens moving on, which leads the final four in the AFC. We have Miami going to Cincinnati. I have Cincinnati winning that game. I think we can actually win that one fairly handily. Um, and then I have Baltimore going to play Buffalo. Number one seed in Buffalo. And I have Buffalo winning that game. Right. Uh, the Bills pulling it out to go play uh, the Bengals. The Bengals going to Buffalo again. And I think we win that one again uh, to make our way to the Super Bowl um, again. Now, that would be also a good Super Bowl, the 49ers, the 49ers and rematch Bengals. from back in the 80s so or in early 90s, mm. whatever it was. Um, so they Are, we, are have, we doing this? Are we each picking our teams to win the super bowl? I don't know. Can we do that? Cuz I am. You're picking <laughs> the I'm picking Eagles. the
1: Eagles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna go back. I've there's just something about Jalen Hurts. Like I understand I was one of those players or people that just didn't I didn't believe in him. No, I will come out and say it. I did I, not believe in him. I ripped him. He completely shifted my mindset. He completely like he is Philly. At first I, I thought Remember when we did the Remember when we did the bracket of Philadelphia Eagles players and people associated with, mm-hmm. associated with them? Is he like he's it fi- Elite <laughs> Eight Final Four material at this point? Uh, maybe. After one year. But it just feels if <laughs> he just feels like, like dude, right <laughs> I'm throwing this out there. If anybody would love to like, you know, put a put any like income or would like to give me some money for a new Jalen Hurts jersey, I would oh, love sweet. that. <laughs> I just wanna throw that out there. I want that Kelly Green, that, hey, that yeah, like sweet green. Kelly Green. I saw a lady at Patchy Creamy, which is a place down the road from our house, yep. wearing that jersey. I was like, oh, that is clean. I said, I like your jersey. She said, thank you. We connected. Eagle oh, man. fan. Boom. Way to go. What was your name? Oh, okay. <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> oh, Dude, those jerseys are so nice. Anyway, I got the Eagles. Going to the Super Bowl, playing the Ravens and beating the Ravens, not not gonna be easy. Yep. Lamar Jackson, I can also see him running all over us. Only Lamar Jackson, I can't see like I can see our defense I, doing okay. I could also see you guys tormenting Lamar Jackson. That would be yeah, that would be game. fun. Yeah, but the front because your front seven is so good, um, like. Again, it's gonna be tough, but our, again, the off schedule runs for the for us. It's our linebackers, play, right? If Nakobe Dean can be, uh, dude, I'm so high on Nakobe Dean. Really good. I yeah, can't wait. But then it's like, who's next? I have no idea. Like we lost, we lost our two best special teams players. Highsmith, you lost, right? Highsmith. No, we lost uh, no, McPherson no. and we lost Sean Bradley. He's our, he would have been. Oh, a McPherson linebacker. went down. McPherson. Oh, no, you guys had a corner that was McPherson. McPherson Achilles. Yes. He oh, was so also same guy. a huge special teams. Player, oh, I thought yeah. he was a defensive back. He is also. A oh, back. oh but sorry, he was our gunner. He was about one about of our gunners. I thought you were talking about uh linebackers. Yeah. Linebackers. We lost Sean Bradley, who was also potentially be a linebacker, but he was also another special. Okay. And you law, lo- you had Kendrick's right last year. No. Did you have Kendrick's? Who was your linebacker last year? The oh, um, Edwards, Edwards, Tra- uh, Something Edwards. I know Tremaine? No. No. What the heck? Whatever. <laughs> Edmonds? Ed, uh, Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> okay. He's a Chicago Bear. That's why they're going to do good. Okay. Um, anyway. Do good. Go Eagles. All right. you be Homer. So I got the San Francisco 49ers and the Bengals, and I am picking the Bengals. Let's go, baby. Came <laughs> <laughs> to a them. Homer's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hootay. <laughs> All right, I'm picking the Bengals. Um, I I mean, I just, again, I think we could have won it last year. I think we could have won it two years ago. I think we were a play away from winning it. I think we were a play away from going to the Super Bowl, um, again, against Kansas City last year. Um, we, again, it, it just goes to show how close this league is. Mm-hmm. That one play can change the course of games, especially in the playoffs here. It gets tough. But I... The Bengals are good enough that they quite literally could have had a three-peat. Like, Hmm. this could be their third Super Bowl. But again, two game-changing plays. And, you know, you have Patrick Mahomes. Pretty good player, probably going to be talking about him for many years to come. And we got Aaron Donald, who's also pretty good. And so, nah. ended up destroying that too. So, you got these guys that are just great players, making great plays at the right moments. And it, you know, ruins the, the the course of events for a team like that. And so, but it doesn't take away from the fact that the Cincinnati Bengals team is really, really hard to beat. Especially late in the seasons, mm-hmm. um, they were tough for the Rams to beat. There, we were on a win streak, and last year we won eight straight re- regular season games to finish out the year, and then went on a run in the playoffs until we lost to the uh, until we lost to the. Uh The Chiefs. And Mm -hmm. so um, I think we're just a really good team. I think we have all the pieces to be able to make a run. And I think we have the guy that can get it done. Just like you think you have the guy, Mm -hmm. I think we have the guy. (laughs) And so it'd be fun. Again, I I was close to picking the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl so that we could have the (laughs) Eagles. I know. Dude, we were one... I thought we were gonna go- of, like next year, dude, or last year, I thought we were gonna have it. I thought we were both gonna come tonight and have the prediction <laughs> be the Eagles and Bengals in the Super Bowl and everybody was gonna turn off the podcast at that point. <laughs> I ain't listen to this crap. Yep. We could probably see somehow where we could see when people drop off listening. That's together, right. And, uh, They dropped off like, whenever we both said our teams. Eh, yep. <laughs> These guys are a bunch of homers. Um but I love it. Um, I do too. That's good. It mm-hmm. is football season. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pumped. I don't know what else to say. I cannot wait. Um, what are some things you're looking forward to in in, in the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles do have a really hard schedule, harder schedule than last year. So I'm excited to see what they do. I'm mostly, I'm really excited for our defense, to see what our defense does with, like I said, N'Kobe Dean, mm-hmm. Jalen Carter, nolan smith yep. those guys i am super excited to see how they do um and jordan davis because i feel like jordan they said jordan davis is on another level compared to last year he's more fit he's they said he's the dude's a beast and uh i'm excited to see what they can do together yep. because that's our future that's our future defense and if they're not that good oops yep <laughs> but we have like these next couple years are time. like we have time yeah because um we have these. We have our core offensive players and some core defensive players for the next two years. The only thing you don't have time for is you, our line. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I was correct. Gonna say. He's Jason Kelsey. Still, cool. every Johnson. year he's doing one year, one year deals, and like I was excited that he came back, um, because literally I think he's the best center in the league. The only other center that people are talking about is Humphreys from yep. the from C- the Kansas City. Yeah, from there's Kansas a City. I think the dude in. Uh, in uh, Cleveland or in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They're both pretty good, too. I'm yeah. forgetting their names right now. So, so I, think, I think, I think, I mean, with how he runs still, with how he can get out in front of people, like, it didn't look like he was slowing down. The biggest thing, you know, people were talking about was whenever he was in the Super Bowl and he was sitting on the sideline eating, like, panting really hard, eating a granola bar or whatever, and you see his brother Travis, you know, excited and whatever, and they brought that up on their podcast. They're like, dude, you look old. <laughs> um, but no, but, I mean, it... That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see the young players stand up. I'm excited to see where Jalen Hurts can take his game as well. Um, and a sneak peek of a prediction, like hot topic. We won't get into it now. Devontae Smith will lead the Eagles in receiving. Ooh. It will not be A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith is that dude, I okay. think. Okay. And I think he will lead. So I'm going to leave it on that. Sweet. So right. That's what I'm excited for. I'm also excited to see what the Jets do. I'm excited for some of these unknowns yep. to see what happens. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna ask you, you know, who, who, outside of the the Eagles. Eagles, what would you be excited for? So the Jets, the Jets, uh, just to see what happens. I am excited to see what the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm huge. I like Calvin Ridley as mm-hmm. well to see what he does. Um, and I think of all the other teams, not there's nothing that's really like. And the Broncos. I'd love, I want to see what the Broncos do. Yeah. Just to see. Right. Those are the big stories to me. I'm excited for the Broncos. I am. I think the team that I would pick outside of the Bengals that I'm really excited for this year is the Falcons. Hmm. I'm really excited to watch out. Is it? Is it just B. John Robinson that gets you? That well, line? B. John Robinson, you have Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. You have Drake London. All three first rounders. Mm-hmm. Yep. All three skill, skill positions. You have one of the best offensive lines in football, considering they've almost led the league in rushing mm-hmm. last year with no star running backs, yep. Riddler Ritter. If he can just put it together semi and he looked pretty good yep. in the preseason. Um, at least in the game that I watch, he looked pretty good. He looked cool. Calm and collect can make plays. And um, again, there's a 15 play drive. He, he commanded his team 15 <laughs> plays down the field before mm-hmm. it was a tip pass interception. And again, we've talked about this before. Yep. That is not as bad as a bad read interception. Yep. And so I I like Ritter, um, and I also think defensively they have a good front front um, line with they brought in the the big dude from Clayus Campbell. Oh, yeah. Um, they brought him in. Grady Jarrett's there, and then they brought in Jesse Bates on the back end, and they uh-huh. have AJ Terrell from Clemson, who's mm-hmm. a good player. And so they put some pieces back there. Again. And so apparently I, I was as I was you know watching the Bengals and. And Falcons game, obviously Bates was there. So talking a little bit about the back end of the defense and they start talking about how I guess the defensive coordinator likes to run this scheme that sort of mixes this sort of um, uh, these these uh, mixed zone coverages where, where it's like a lot of decoys um, mm-hmm. or, or whatever it may be um, where they, they show different signs and whatnot and change it up mid play. And that's what Lou Lu does in yeah. Cincinnati. That's why our team is so opportunistic and mm-hmm. whatnot. They, they they confuse quarterbacks a lot post-snap, um, yeah. not just pre-snap. And so if the Falcons do that well, they just got literally the guy that locks off the back half of our field, you know, behind yeah. everything behind the safeties. Bates is so good at locking that down. So they literally got the perfect guy for their scheme. Mm. And it's like, oh man. Not only are they good offensively, I think they might be able to put this thing together defensively. Yeah. And if they do, look out. Because this team is dangerous. They can they, could. they can win and some games. So. Like we've said this whole time, the NFC is wide open. Besides the two the Eagles mm-hmm. and the 49ers, mm-hmm. it's wide open. Yeah, for sure. I think Falcons next year. Yeah, if, if, I mean, obviously this can all change. Again, last year we were talking about Baker Mayfield being started quarterback of the Eagles. <laughs> so a lot changes in a year. But I'm right. just saying... If things go well for the Falcons, I think next year we could be talking about them being a deep playoff team. Um, if they go well this year. But um, we'll see. They they again, Ritter has to, you know, develop and whatnot. Yeah, so we and surprise got some, people. got some times there. So sweet. Oh man. It's back. It is back. All right. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. Football is here. And it's here to stay for a long time. Yep. We have pumped many, yes. many months. Uh-huh. Um, and it'll fly by. Yep. So let's enjoy it. I got... It will fall by. I got uh, the uh, YouTube TV Sunday package mm-hmm. thing, Sunday ticket. There you go. So I get to watch all Your the Bengals uh, games um, in a way that wasn't the way it was before. <laughs> And I'm not going to share how that way was, but... But it happened. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I'm super pumped. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back yep. with some future episodes. Obviously, as super football season comes, basketball season comes, we're going to have some other episodes too with bringing some guests on. And mm-hmm. so um, we'll continue to, to release some episodes here. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. See you. Also. If you wanted to give to the Brandon Myers (laughs) Kelly Green Foundation, Brandon's Venmo account is what is it at Brandon Myers at Brandon underscore Myers? No, I actually have no idea what (laughs) we need to do. I'm curious to see what happens. Let's test you guys out a little bit here. um, Some of these listeners, this is late in the episode. We'll see how many of you guys actually stick around. I'm going to find you here. Bear with me. I'm finding Brandon on here. Brandon dash Myers. Is it really? <laughs> it's Brandon dash Myers dash 26. I have no idea why it's 26. Probably because I was 26 when I made it. Miles Sanders. Oh, no, isn't i his no number idea. like zero now. No, he's 26. No, but he was 26, but I think he changed his number now to zero. I thought I have no idea, but the Panthers, he may have anyway, Kelly Green jersey to Brandon. If you want to bless <laughs> him, and if it's you, whatever your name is that was at Patches Creamery that day, listening to this podcast, hit, give me, it, up. hit me up. Give it a little bit of money. Yep. <laughs> this guy just wants his jersey. Just give him a little bit of money here. Five bucks won't hurt you. Um, so there is Brandon's <laughs> Venmo. I if I get hacked, guys. I'm blaming you. <laughs> no, you can't get hacked from there. The worst thing they could do is give money to you right i have no idea they can request money but you can just deny it but oh that's a good point yeah they can't take it if you get hacked then i'm sorry <laughs> please forgive me but i'm pretty sure you can't Say <laughs> so, yeah. it.